shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. Every single spring, that first day that I walk outside and I see that yellow dust all over my truck, I'm like, that is Satan's dandruff. It destroys me. I legitimately can't go outside for longer than three minutes because my eyes get swollen, my eyes get puffy, my nose gets congested, and I just simply can't breathe. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so that you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. When I started taking Claritin D about two months ago, I can finally get back outside and play pickleball again, which is what I love to do, but I couldn't do it because my allergies were so bad. Claritin D has legitimately allowed me to go outside again, ready to live life as if you don't have allergies it's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Welcome to Human Hope, episode number 67, with your host, Carlos Enrique Wittger Guzman. I'm so excited you guys are hanging out on another Thursday, or whenever it is that you're listening to the podcast. Hey, listen, I am completely overwhelmed, overwhelmed at the response that you guys gave to last week's episode um, with John Eldridge. It was... It was therapy. I told you it was balm for the soul. And I'm coming at you guys this week uh, with three co-hosts. That's right. We've got more people on the podcast this week. And honestly, this one is really special. A long time coming. Two of the wisest people that I know, really three of the wisest people I know. One of them, though, you hear on the podcast a lot. Heather is on the podcast co-hosting with me. But uh, we're also having our best friends on planet Earth, Brian and Jacinda Hale, they're two of the wisest human beings we know. We have been friends with them for, uh, I mean, 20, at least 25 years. And uh, oh my gosh, does this mean that I'm getting close to retirement age? I don't know. Like when your friendships last 25 years, you're getting old and we're all get, we're all getting a little wrinklier and a little grayer. Um, but we are going to be talking today on the podcast just about uh, some real heart things, right? Um as we're, as we're, you know, to have traveled through these same seasons of life, um, some of the things we talk about today are like relationships, like how, how do you find your people, right? These are our people, our best friends on planet earth. If you're somebody that's looking to find a best friend, looking to find that relationship with somebody that you can actually, um, these are the people that, you know, uh, you, you will call they, they will show up at the hospital. They will, they will move across the country to be with you when something horrible has happened, or you will experience the highest of highs with, if you're looking for those people, um, we lean into what it takes to find those relationships. We, we, we look into, um, parenting. We, our kids are the same age and we're kind of transitioning into this new season of parenting young adults. Now, if you're, if you're parenting preschoolers or babies, I want to, you've heard it a thousand times. It's going to fly by. And so don't just skip that part of the podcast. Okay. I, I believe that there's things that will benefit you as you parent your uh, child, whatever season that you're in. But you know, we, we, yeah, we all have kids at home. Actually, all of my kids still live at home, um, but they're transitioning into young adulthood. And what does that look like, you know, to lean into that? We, um, I have them share their story of 
in their 40s, how they made a huge, massive life change and changed complete trajectory and direction of their family's life. What it what it looked like to take that risk, uh, how they did it, especially when they aren't necessarily big risk takers, uh, what it took for them to do that. And um, they, I mean, listen, they live now in uh, Laguna, uh, Southern California, and they're, they're from Fresno and they never in a thousand years would have thought they would have left Fresno, but they did it um, and they chased their dreams and here they are. So if you guys are looking for ways to chase your dreams, um, ways to hear the voice of God, this is going to be a great episode. We talk about a whole lot more as well, but I just want to let you guys know that it is so special that our best friends, Brian and Jacinda Hale are on the podcast today. I think you guys are going to really enjoy it. So let's just hop straight into the conversation. Listen, this is one of those conversations that... I recorded on my iPhone, sitting in the middle of a table on their balcony of their timeshare, looking over the ocean. Okay, so it, it's like, I don't know it's, it's exactly what it sounds like. I think it's gonna sound good uh, because the iPhone microphone normally sounds good when I do this, but just know we don't all have our individual mics and it's just one table on, excuse me, one microphone on the table. And I think you guys, um, I think you're really gonna enjoy it. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this incredible conversation with myself, Heather Whitaker, Brian, and Jacinda Hale. Here we are, sitting in, uh, where are we, Costa Mesa? <laughs> Newport. Oh, wow. Newport Coast. Newport Coast. Yeah. Is um, that what it's considered? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. It is Newport Coast. Um, welcome, Human Hope. Oh, actually, not human. Welcome, Brian and Jacinda, to the Human Hope Podcast. Oh, thank you. You're on it right now. I am. What, what do you think? Wow. I don't know. Hey, guys. Yeah. We're, um, <laughs> um, we are, um, I need to introduce, you guys need to introduce yourselves. Or should we introduce them? And then yeah, we're done. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, Heather, introduce who we're sitting with. Hi. I'm Heather. And I am sitting with. My best friend since I was 18. You, were you 18 or 17 yet? I was 17. You were 17? You were 18. How old are you now? I am 43. So these people have known you a long time. A long time. We have taken pregnancy tests together. I've called her when you've been arrested. I've... <laughs> <laughs> Brian, Brian <laughs> went down, went to the jail with to the jail with me. To pay off my bail? <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know if I could tell that story. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, wow, that baby's gonna juicy. be loud. Yeah, Can you like not laugh as oh. loud, baby? What, what um what, tell me tell me, tell me okay. let's tell that story. I don't think I've actually ever told that story anywhere. So Where it was, was in it? Georgia. No, 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 but tell your part of the story. I'll share my like what happened, but like Oh, we're like, just jumping like, in. I just thought that was a funny tease. No, no. Wh- why Why were you there? And, and why did you go down with me to... Was it to pay my bail? It wasn't yeah. to bail me out. No, it was to pay your bail. Uh, yeah, we went to like the bail bondsman. We got stuff to like get you released from the bail. <laughs> yes. Because your mom had paid the bail. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we had to get oh, her mom. money back. That's what it was. Yeah. Wow. Um, so, needless to say, these people... Wait, so, just FYI, I'll tell you that story later. <laughs> um, they've been around the block with us. Uh, Brian and I actually went to elementary school together, so these people have known all... Gettysburg Generals. Yeah, yeah. All of our <laughs> ups and downs and our, yeah. our years. Yeah, literally our best friends on the planet. Um, and listen, if, if you're another one of my best friends on the planet, listen to this. <laughs> yeah, we, we, you have a lot of best friends. It's kind I'm, of annoying. I, I, have, I have a lot of best friends, but I'll, I'll be honest. We, we, but, but I'm confident in you guys in like, are the longest. Yes, like you're you're couple in. best yeah. friends that we've had. And and I, I just thought you know what we're in California. This this could be a kind of a get to know you better podcast. Yeah. B get to know somebody else in our lives podcast. And C, um, you guys just have a lot of wisdom that um, I'd like to ask them some questions. Ooh. You know, like I'd like to. To ask you guys some questions, pressure. That, uh, no pressure, you know. But but you guys have helped us in a lot of areas, and and we're we're kind of walking. We walked in similar seasons uh, with our kids and struggles and triumphs and all the things. And now we have emerging adults. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's so crazy. You know? It's really and so, it's so bizarre. Let's let's just start there. Let's let's talk about about this season of um I mean, well, I just well, blinked the other explain, day. Let them tell how their kids' situation. Yeah, yeah. So teach us about your kids. Tell us about your kids. We have three girls, and they're all teenagers. So our oldest is 18, just graduated high school. And we have a 15-and-a-half-year-old. And I say that because she just got her permit and nice. to get you know licensed this year when she turned 16, and then a 13-year-old. Right. And you guys always would say that Sahela was your first baby. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We always said Sahela's our first baby. It's literally like the first picture in my Apple photos is, <laughs> is of Sahela. Like that's my first digital photo, I think. In our Sahela sitting in our bathroom, bathroom sink. <laughs> that pink and burgundy yeah. tile. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Which is so fun. And then um, you and I got pregnant literally at the same time. And so we yeah. had our girl. It was a crazy night, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's Ew. gross. Um, no, we had our girls a day and a month apart. Oh, yeah. boy, it's embarrassing. A day and a month apart, Kiara yeah. and Sayana. And yeah. so, mm-hmm. yeah, our kids have just grown up together, yeah. literally, from day and, one. And, and so here we are. We've got, again, 18-year-olds yeah. through 20-year-olds. Mm-hmm. Is, is Let's talk about the, this season. So... What what would you, we'll just I'll start with you Heather. What, what would you say has been um, one thing that you've really had to transition in in your parenting? Mm, that's a hard question. Okay, I'll, I can answer it. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you guys. You think asked about it. it. You should. Um, I mean, you guys think about it. Um, you know, I I think that with Sohaila, who's twenty now, like I I have to remember that. Although I'm still her dad, although I she still comes to me for a lot of advice, although all those things like I have to continue to move her towards independence. Yeah. Uh, like yeah. like I, I have to in my parenting, everything the, my parenting has shifted from protection to like launching, right? And so like yeah. for forever it was like let me just protect, protect, protect. And, and provide and provide, and, provide, provide. and all the things. Now, yeah. now it's, it's it really is. It's like okay, it takes a conscious every effort. every every bit of advice I give, every dis- conversation we have. It's I'm constantly having to remind myself. Okay, how can she learn from this so that in a year when she's not with me, she can mm-hmm, you know yeah. pull this? There, it's just I'm, I'm a lot more cognitive mm-hmm. of, of that in this season. Yeah, I, I wish I was smart like that I, I mean I just wish that I was I would process that way I don't like I'm I'm more in the season of oh my gosh I only have months maybe left of my family five under my roof so I'm just gonna mm. soak it up so I'm not necessarily like so you're more you're more thinking of, about I'm in the here and now I'm not yeah. like really thinking of anything else yeah what about you guys JB Oh, yeah, we're definitely thinking about that. It's like, yeah, yeah, this is, you know, is this the last spring break we're going to have them all? So it's like, hey, you know, forget the water polo coach who wants to have (laughs) spring break practice. Sorry, bud, but we're taking our kids and going somewhere. Mandatory. Mandatory um, practice. practice During spring break. And I got, it was funny because I'm not really the rule follower in this relationship, but I came home and told Brian, like, oh, like, just so you know, like, we can't do a trip for spring break. And he's like, screw that. Like, there's no way. Yeah. Like, they but you know what? I, I love that you guys did that. One, because it teaches your kids that, like, yes, rules are great. But some things do trump the normal yeah. expectations of life. And, and that family is really family. always has yeah. it for lots of things. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll say no to other things because it just... You know, you only get, you really do only have this certain yeah. slice of time and mm-hmm. it'll be sweet in the future too, but it is, it is different with you feel all of them. It. I feel the, that transition yeah. coming. Mm-hmm. And do. even as we're adding mm-hmm. other people, you know, in the mix, like boyfriends and things like that, it just changes a little bit of the dynamic. Sure. And, um, yeah. It's special when it's just your core yeah. mm-hmm. original. You yeah. Know? Mm-hmm. Brian, how's it? Uh, Kiara's got a boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, how, I mean, we obviously we've talked at length about it. you know both my daughters have boyfriends now. Kiara's got a boyfriend now. Like, yeah. like how his um, how's that been for you? 
you know? You're, 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 you've got three daughters. I know. Well, you don't have any sons. I know. So I'm the only man. You're the, the only house. man in the house. Even the dog. Even your dog. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure all the fish are too. <laughs> um, yeah, it is a. I, I like the the scene in Den of Thieves, the movie where, yes, where you Fifty Cent, that. you know, welcomes the prom date and <laughs> you know, let me holler at him for a second, brings him out to the garage, and there's you know, ten dudes who are just mean looking. And <laughs> just like, hey, you know. I've worked on this speech, you know, so you have this whole thing where you're like, I want to put the fear of God in the kid. Right. But then you also want to be a friend. Right. And then we have a heart for young kids. We do. Right. So it's, that's, uh, especially college age kids. Yeah. Like we just love them. And so part of it's like a, it's like an internal conflict mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. Um, but then I feel bad when he actually, when she's like, dad, I don't know if he likes you. I mean, he doesn't know if you like him or not, you know, yeah. kind of thing. I'm like, really? I like what? him. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, that is hard. Mm-hmm. Um, I was wondering too, kind of like when you were saying, like that pushing our kids towards independence. That that's a huge thing, and I think of the girls, and I and I'm wondering if, um, my mind was wondering if I, I always kind of like thought I was going to have boys, mm-hmm. and right, and I, and I think you know because you grew are up you, with just a brother, yeah, just a brother. So I was like, are you going to do? Is it going to be different for Sahela and Sayana than it is for Losaya? Sure. And I'm just kind of thinking about. Like just even the concept of oh my girls, I want to like protect them and love yeah. them, and, yeah. and they, I love having them with me at, at our house on vacation. I'm so pumped to be with them. It's like I wonder if that that independence thing. I'm, I was thinking of man, it's a hard job like transitioning in my brain because I think because I think I would have if I had a son, I'd be like, dude, fuck up, like yeah. do this, do that. I, I think I would have treated him different. Yeah, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but no, yeah, that's good. so that it comes to this point in their life now where I'm like, whoa. And and I feel like um, that that part of of protection for our daughters yeah. is just going to remain. Like like, like yeah. I, I think I'm going to be 60, 70, um, and and still like no, I, I don't care who messes with my daughter. Like you know. Oh yeah. Um, there's just sure. something. There's just well, something. Of it's just, yeah. But I don't want to yeah. be a worrier. Either I want to be able to go, yeah, like be okay with them when they want to travel by themselves or something. Okay, I have a question. We all knew each other. We actually just sent it usual most years ago, but like we all went on our first date on the same day. Yeah, right. We did, which is funny. Like Carlos and I went on a date, and you guys went on a date the same day. Um, So we literally have been together together day. Um, But since we started, we were friends when we were dating each other. what reflecting still on this topic of parents like what is something that Jacinda's dad or my dad like oh, in that aspect like in that aspect like versus you guys oh my god oh, oh well so <laughs> the famous saying at my house well by my dad I yeah, should say my well. parents are divorced okay um, not my current house. My dad. I mean, he was kind of like TV. He was kind of like TV dad, right? He said the things that TV dad said. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. His 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 um, his advice constantly was no glove, no love. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's good advice. That yeah. was that was the one yeah. he wanted me to take home okay. and, and remember yeah. wherever I found myself. Okay. So, mm-hmm. well, there you go. So, so human hope listeners, th- this is just this is just a great saying. Just go ahead and write that down. If you're taking uh, notes in your moleskin, no glove, no love. Okay, Brian. What about you? What, what are things you remember of her dad? Of her dad saying, yeah. Oh, I remember that one. Oh, you do. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was kind of like that. Uh, you know that hey. Uh, you know what are your plans for you know uh-huh. what are my plans but for reflecting who you are and having girls compared to like how uh, he you know do you feel oh similar? I mean I, we are so much more um well, like look I, yeah there's so much more relationship I feel yeah. like uh-huh. in our in our home um cause there there was times where uh where uh, yeah, so I think there's just Well, I think we're playful, right? So, like, even if we have, like, Kiara's boyfriend, we invite him into what we're doing, which I know you guys yeah. are the same way as that, right? Like, whether it's meals or going to the beach and well, surfing together. Well, it's just the generations are different, right? Like, generations. Totally. The, 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 the boomers table. were Oh, yeah. Different. It's a, just mm-hmm. a totally different type yeah. of... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. What about you, babe? 
What about me? My my family. I mean, I mean, your dad, Danny, um, was there, there. There was never a conversation with me about yeah. any rules. Like, yeah. I mean, it was. It I didn't was, really have any rules. No, like like he, at one point he caught me. Is it your mom or your dad at 4 a.m. sneaking out of your room? I'd fallen asleep um, in, in the Just like in the Rory garage. and Dean. Yes, just like Rory and Dean. And Gilmore. I'd fallen asleep <laughs> after we made out. What's Gilmore? And it was like 4 in the morning, and I was walking. No, it was your mom. And I, I like opened the door, and your mom was standing there. And <laughs> Oh, my gosh. And, and she said, you better leave before you Danny sees you. You better leave before you. Danny sees you. I remember that. Oh. And I just went straight up to my car, and I left before Danny saw me. <laughs> Oh yeah. Oh my, dad. Really my dad would not care. Think, oh my gosh. That was would be really similar in Jacinda's house. Yeah. In in her dad's side. I think that would have been a very similar huh. uh, like um, the the leniency, the um rules. There yeah. weren't there weren't oh, a lot of yeah, rules. There, uh, like and I actually think Danny and Ed are kind of similar. Yeah, no there's some ways. similarities, yeah. yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about you, babe? Um I think when I look at your your parents and the way they raised you, Jesse and Teresa, I definitely see similarities. You do? Yes. Tell and me. You're just so free with them. Like 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 all the our, our our kids don't have a lot of rules. No. Like like there's just not a lot of rules. For them. Although if you ask them, it's so funny. Yeah. Was I telling you we this the other day? About I'm like they're like, oh no, you made a rule. We can't date until we're sixteen. Yes. I'm like. Never said that. Never. And they were like adamant to where like Sayana yes. was about to like throw punches. Yeah. And I was like, we no, never so. said that. And she was like, like it was like fight or not. And so I finally gave in. I was like, I'm no, not going to keep fighting. Like, I go, I feel like our kids are making up rules uh-huh. because they wish they had it. <laughs> <laughs> like there's like very few things uh-huh. that were like hard and yeah. fast on. Yeah. And that was it. We, I mean, we I had standards sure. and stuff that we, sure. you know, but like we didn't have any. Definitely. Well, my kids have way less rules than I had. Like I had rules. <laughs> like straight up Dude, Southern Baptist rules. For sure. Me too. Bro, like, uh-huh. yeah. Like they were uh-huh. rules. Like I couldn't watch Smurfs. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, my, my dad took my George Michael Faith um, cassette tape and, oh and pulled it off because he saw oh. I Want Your oh. Sex. Oh, man. Oh, yours is MC Hammer. I, my parents gave me MC Hammer. Hammer, please don't hurt him. Uh, the cassette tape for Christmas. <laughs> yeah. And then on the way to my aunt and uncle's house in Madeira, yeah. we, we listened to it and it was all good. You got to pray. You got to pray it just to make yeah, it to Can't day. touch this, all that stuff. But then, you know, soft and wet. Came oh, wow. <laughs> Eject. I got my Christmas present taken away. <laughs> I never heard that story. That's the That is amazing. That's really funny. <laughs> Y'all know I love me some better help. And again, in this season, it is so important that every single one of us find somebody else to listen to us. When I say somebody else to listen to us, listen to not only our concerns, but our joys. I love that BetterHelp offers me a therapist that I can talk to on my phone. And you know what? I would say every other time I do it on video. And then the next time I just do a phone call. You don't even have to see them if you don't want to see them. You don't have to worry about waiting in an office somewhere and somebody you know walking in to see that you're there to talk to somebody. First and foremost, um, therapy is not embarrassing. You need to be proud of going to therapy. More people need to be proud of going to therapy. But I know that some people have a reservation of people knowing it in this season that you're in. So BetterHelp can help you with that. Listen. I'm telling you, we take care of our cars. We take care of our bodies when we work out. Why not take care of our minds the exact same way? I love my better help therapist. It is online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat, right? Like you can text your therapist. So that's unbelievable. And it's so much more affordable than in-person therapy. You can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. So this is what I have done for you. Listeners of Human Hope get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash human hope. That is B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash human hope. See you guys there. Okay, as I am sitting here in Newport Beach, California, I am using on my phone and my laptop ExpressVPN. Y'all know that I love me some ExpressVPN. Why? Because they keep 
my browsing to myself, right? None of these hotels that I'm logging on with ExpressVPN, they, they don't know that I'm here, right? Nobody can track me. I'm not leaving any data as I go around. And listen, even if you browse in private mode so that, you know, uh, the hotels can't capture what you're browsing for, your online activity, it still gets tracked. And data brokers, honestly, they still will buy and sell your data, okay? Is it data? Is it data? I don't know, but ExpressVPN can make sure that it remains private. Listen, your IP address, data harvesters use your IP address to uniquely identify you and your location. But with ExpressVPN, your connection gets rerouted through an encrypted server and your IP address is masked. This is why I use ExpressVPN. And best of all, ExpressVPN is super easy to use. No matter what device you use, it's so simple to install. Your phone, your laptop, your smart TV, whatever it is, all you have to do is tap one button and you are protected. So if you really want to go incognito to where nobody can track you and protect your privacy, secure yourself with the number one rated VPN. Visit expressvpn.com slash human hope and get three months for free. Who's your daddy? Who loves you? That's me. That's right. E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N.com slash human hope. Go to expressvpn.com slash human hope to learn more. What um, this, this, I think this would be interesting, especially a lot of people listening to podcasts. I get a lot of questions about friendships and a lot of questions about a lot of people are lonely. A lot of people don't have friends. A lot of people live in cities away from their friends. A lot of people move and how do I make friends? And, you know, I think that's something that the four of us have done better than most people in maintaining relationship across the country. Um, and so maybe let's lean into that for some people that are like, you know, like, how do I how do, how do I maintain my relationships with people that I no longer live near? Is it hard? Um, you know, and I, I mean, I just think there's you have to put effort into it. So let's talk about that. Yeah, I think you definitely have to put effort. I think it also like helps to have personalities that kind of have good chemistry, right? Like, um, Jacinda and I are a lot alike. Like, we grew up very similar. We have a lot of similar things that we like, and yet we are totally different. Um, She is so kind and friendly to people. (laughs) And, like, just your best friend, and I'm not. Um, But, um, no, like, it it really does. It does help that. Well, well, because there, there, there's there's relationship. I mean, we spent a long time in California, and mm-hmm. but we've never have we ever lived in the same city for the when we not when we've been just, I mean, yeah, just for, when we were growing up, yeah, yeah. months, yeah. yeah, No, but there's is there any relationship we have left that we're like, oh yeah, they're they're our friends. What do you mean? Uh, like long, like uh, no, like like no. no. It's just it's just we that. have people that like we can call up and go oh. to dinner and catch up. Yeah, we have like friends. friends, but like yeah, but like a relationship that we're still ongoing. That, that is still like ongoing. You guys are in. And like, I think I think that okay, it does have to do with um, chemistry. It does have to do with just there's just something special about like raising your babies with people, yeah. and mm-hmm. there's something oh, in that sure. season that you kind of bond with people. So so we have that going for us. Um, for whatever reason, Jacinda and I are, are great. I hate talking on the phone. Like, if you try to call me, I'm not going to answer, but for Jacinda, I will. And we just have this this dance on the phone that literally, it was like, oh, I have two minutes. Okay, so, yeah. So, anyways, and we just jump back into our yeah. conversation, and then, like, the baby was screaming in the back, oh, or yeah. it was like, it literally was just a, like, we might have called each other five times a day when yeah. the babies were young, because it got was like... one conversation. Yeah, and got finished. one story yeah. finished. Yeah. Oh, let me finish. Hold on, hold on, I gotta go feed the yeah, baby. Yeah, you know, and yeah. it's looked different throughout the years and stuff, but... Um, but it's been fun, and it's even more fun that you guys like each other. Yeah. Because that's very rare. Well, you that know? really, like, enhanced the friendship for sure. I agree. Uh-huh. Plus, our kids like each other. Yeah, our kids are So it's like our kids yeah. are into each other. Our husbands uh-huh. became best friends. Our husbands I are mean. into each other. Yeah. <laughs> 100. Fernando. Um, yeah, I, but I think there's something to be said too for like expectations on it mm-hmm. because yeah. if you guys were always like oh my gosh does Heather still like me oh my gosh right. does oh, so like me? Oh, yeah. it's like you guys are secure in your friendship to 100%. know that a two minute phone call is all you need to like stay uh-huh. connected yeah. and yeah. I, I you know 
we were talking earlier, but like Carlos doesn't reach out all the time. Right. right. So if I was you like, no, you're the you're the carrier of the friendship. So if I was like, like you're the one that reaches out to him. So if I was like insecure, uh huh, yeah. Then then I, I see a lot of other people. That's where a lot of friendships go wrong because right. they're over, like almost overthinking it. They're not mm-hmm. confident in the. One thing that Heather and I've always shared too is like. When we do get together, depending on whatever town we're living, or mainly you guys living in, we've only moved once, so whatever town you're living in, when we would get together and we'd get friends to come over too, we'd always be so excited for like the worlds to collide, oh, right? to, to like for the friends, friends to make become friends. And yeah. I remember even it was just like last year, maybe Heather, we um, hung out with somebody and we were you were inter- um, introducing us and we were so excited and she was really taken aback because she was like wait she kept saying some things like oh well I don't want to take away from your friendship or I don't want to take away we're like what are you talking about yeah oh no we're secure like we're so excited to be friends with you and I'm so excited to share my friend with you and they're not like jealous we've never been that no and I don't know why like because you have another best friend yeah and I have no problem like I've never I've never not felt yeah. a best friend. You know, like right. I've never felt second. I've never felt. Isn't that crazy how people, <laughs> I, and I don't know where that, where it came from, but where like you, had to have you have to have one, one best yeah. friend. Yeah, you know, true. it starts in elementary school. Like, sure. like you know, it's, it's just, just like, who's your best friend? Yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, I, I think that. But like, I, I like, Min- I love Mignon. Like I really would be her friend. Yeah. But like. I that's have my other best friend. Yes, that is yes. your other best friend. And like I It's but, not a fillet, we're not talking about steak. <laughs> but I just never I've never felt intimidated or threatened or because it's like having a kid, right? Like yeah. when you have one kid, yeah. it doesn't mean that you neglect love yeah. if you have another kid. So right. um, maybe that's part of my upbringing of having a stepdad <clears throat> that I've that has loved me is the same as his kids and yeah. so I don't have that baggage, but I love the I love the the point of just being secure yeah. Yeah. in your friendship. Like, I think being secure in your friendship, you have to be secure yourself, in yourself. Actually, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. And how do how do we get there? How, how do we get there? That's a good question. <laughs> I don't know, Pastor. Tell us, Pastor Carlos. I think doing things yeah. that make you come alive, doing things uh-huh. that fill your soul, like not just existing, doing things that remind you of who you are and things that you love doing that bring you joy yeah. you know I think those are like that's a to me that's a simple mm-hmm. thing to be secure in who you are yeah. to like do something that's enjoyable just for the sake of enjoying it not yeah. because it's being productive not because it's kind uh-huh. not because it's a good you know yeah. deed just like Desires. Riding a bike or whatever it is, you know? Well, I think people trying to manufacture friendships, too. Uh, And then the pressure. Yeah. So I think, like, a good thing for people who are looking for friends or lonely is, like, hey, you know, don't, you know, if you're to a new city, um, a friend of ours moved to a new city, single gal, and it's like, I don't know where to meet people. It's like, join a softball league. Do something you enjoy, because then you're going to meet somebody that's similar. Yeah. And then when you do meet them, it doesn't have to be your best friend right away. Right. And like, yeah. gosh, that's so important. Yes. And we try to tell our kids too, like, hey, like, I didn't meet Carlos until I was 20, I think. Yeah. I don't even know how old. Like, we didn't become, like, I wasn't in your wedding. Right. right. You, were, yeah. you were in my wedding yes. the next year. So yes. it's like, we weren't like tight friends yeah. until I was 21. Right. Yeah. So it's like, are your kids are freaking out in junior high and high school about trying to find, find their best yeah, friend for yeah. the rest of my life. And I'm like, hey, yeah, I have those too. But, you know, mm-hmm. and, you know, I have friends from kindergarten, but like, you know, Carlos, I didn't meet till I was 20 yeah. or become tight till yeah. Yeah. So it's like, dude, just patience, chill. And it's hard. And like, you enjoy know, it the is season. Hard. It is hard. You know, I mean, I remember when our kids were 14 and yeah. daughters were 14 and brutal. Just oh, slayed oh. because like, the friendship and it's hard at 14 you know it is yeah. um, but man like looking back now and it's just like yeah all I my remember his friends are I think it was John Acuff posted a thing once and he's like Mean Girls wasn't a like movie it was a documentary <laughs> <laughs> and that is it is tough man girls especially I thought in those years where it's really yeah. really tough for and, and, well, and, and I also think that again if you're moving to a new city and if you're listening to this and you're like well what do I do you know we mentioned uh, again Join, join something. Yeah. You know, th- there's clubs yeah. where people people join like hiking clubs 
to make friends. Like yeah. that's why they do that stuff. Yeah. Like they don't do it just because they like to hike. They they do it because they want to. And I think take the initiative too. Yeah. Like if you see somebody, like hey, you want to get coffee? Like I felt like you know we had a <laughs> we had totally a season. Yeah, but we had a season where. <clears throat> You know, we were getting judged because, well, Sohalo's in the hospital. I'll just tell the story. Sohalo's in the hospital for three weeks, and a lot of um, people were judging us online. Oh, it must be nice to have people bring you meals every night in the hospital. It must be nice to have people visit you in the hospital, which I understand is coming from hurt that probably they didn't get that if they had a season in the hospital. However, that was just a harvest of all the times that I have asked and and stepped into and stepped up and cooked a meal and like that was just us receiving what we've already sewed and so um like be the friend that you want yes and that's a friend you want to be yeah um and and also you know and i know how how desperate people do want to not be lonely and find friends but Again, don't, you know, if you can, don't put so much expectation on every new friendship, yeah. on every new relationship, you know, like, like I think you said, Brian, like, don't, don't be like, oh my gosh, okay, this is going to be my new best friend. And then, <laughs> you know, a couple months later, they're hanging out with somebody else and they don't really want to hang out with you as much. And it's like, oh, just crushed over and well, over. Just think about all the friends that we have had uh-huh. in the last 25 years that we've known you all. Like, we've had lots of best friends for, yeah. like, yeah. Like a decade, we would have a set of friends, but then life changed, and yeah. and then you know we either move or situations happen, and so those friends moved on for whatever reason. I don't know. Like God has gifted us with you for life, you yeah. know. And so, but don't be afraid <clears throat> if if you don't have lifers like us that that we have. You know, if if a season where oh, yeah. your friends are all gone, you're going to have another season where yeah. there's friends. Like, yeah. and, and just remind remind yourself, like seasons, like friendships come in seasons. It's oh, very, yeah. very, very, very rare to have somebody that's your yeah. whole life. Seasons are great. Yeah. Hey there, I'm Dr. Maya Shunker, and I'm a scientist who studies human behavior. Many of us have experienced a moment in our lives that changes everything, that instantly divides our life into a before and an after. On my podcast, A Slight Change of Plans, I talk to people about navigating these moments. Their stories are full of candor and hard-won wisdom. And you'll hear from scientists who teach us how we can be more resilient in the face of change. Listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, Here's here's something that I think I want to ask both of you that I think is going to be very, very, very beneficial for people that are listening. You guys, um, what's so inspiring, I think can inspire a bunch of people is here, here we are in, you know, Newport something, um, looking at the ocean and you guys live like 15 minutes from here, 10 minutes from here. And you've lived in, you were life for Fresno's like, like you, you, you lived in Fresno. Okay. Listen, Fresno, California is not, Orange County, California, and, and and it's it's kind of a place that people end up staying forever, which is fine. I mean, it's, yeah, that, family that, there that is what people that that's those are desires of people. Start some people desire just to be around, but you guys like not in your twenties, not in your thirties, but in your forties have moved. You 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 left you you left um, things that you loved. You left things that you still love. You left family that you still love. There's, it, it's painful, but at the same time, you've come alive yeah. in ways that you never would have had you not taken a risk with a 16-year-old daughter, a 14-year-old, yeah. you know, and, and, and like in the prime of everything, you guys said, you know what? We have a desire to live at the beach. We're going to figure out a freaking way to do it, and we're going to go. And you did it. And I just remember Heather and I were like... <laughs> They're really doing it, like like they. So talk to us. Talk to the person that's listening right now that feels stuck. Mm-hmm. They're like, I'm, I'm never going to get out of this town in North Dakota. I just don't know if it's good. I, re- I really would love to. Not. I mean, I'm sure people love North Dakota. Nothing against North Dakota, but but I'm sure people have desires to go, but they feel like their their life situation and family structure and everything is against that and opposing that. Help them be like, you know what. We're going to give it a shot. Well, the first thing I'd say is have patience, actually, which is probably not what you expected my answer to be, because I think there were years that there were a really, really deep longing for change. Yeah. Um, and I definitely remember exactly that feeling of 
feeling stuck, like there were no other options. You did. You felt that there for for me longer than for Brian. I had been there had been some things stewing in me for a while. We always had a heart for the beach. We always we've been coming down here for 13 years, and it's always been like this oasis, this sanctuary, this place where we met with God and came alive. Like I was saying yeah. earlier, like we would just come alive. And I remember walking on the beach, and I remember now it's funny walking on the same beach. <laughs> I'm reminded of the prayers that I prayed of how can I be here more? How can I make this? part of my like everyday life and not just a once a year getaway. Yeah. Um, but patience because well, that's good. Because you might be stuck now, uh-huh. but stuck isn't forever. And and ask God, what what do you like start dreaming? Don't be afraid to dream of something that's different or bigger than what you're in your box. currently yeah. and yes. what everyone else is saying and doing and maybe even ex- um, mm. expecting of you. Because I think that was probably part of the um, biggest challenge of making that move was letting other people down yeah. because essentially we were letting their dreams down because they assumed we would always be there and, yeah. and grow old with them mm-hmm. in their town. Like we left our both of all three sets. I, my parents are divorced. So we have three sets of grandparents, which are you know our kids' grandparents, and they came to every. Um, mm-hmm. game and we're in the cheering zone I mean we had the whole package as far as like family and friends and community and it was disruptive for us mm-hmm. and it was disruptive for all the people we loved mm-hmm. to get up and move um, however it was so deep inside us yeah. like it was just this deep longing and this deep desire and um, God heard those prayers mm-hmm. like all, all along and there, it, there, there came a time where we just heard like it's now yeah. and it was shocking and exciting to all of us and we that's did it that's awesome and but it wasn't <laughs> easy it wasn't it was yeah. not yeah no no it wasn't easy I mean we told our family took it pretty well they actually assumed we would be moving they kind of had a feeling we were moving um, and they immediately expected us to move to Nashville because, mm-hmm. you know, our church is the belonging co in Nashville. Our best friends are in Nashville. It just, like, totally made sense. We kind of thought for a hot minute that maybe that's what God was doing. I thought and, for three days. Yeah. yeah we week. were dreaming. We were looking at real estate yeah. that was way more affordable at the time. Not now because right. all the Californians moved there. But, um, but really, like, yeah, we we just kept pressing in and asking God. And it was it was south south we're moving south and um here you are here we are and now we surf and play and walk on the beach i don't know what else you want to say babe anything yeah right yeah i mean it's just the kindness of god yeah and so i mean i don't know what the audience is on that mix of there but yeah it's we wouldn't have made this move if Mm -hmm. we didn't hear yeah hear the voice of god moving us here and we even had plans of you know manufacturing ideas of where we could go oh let's go we could go to this area on the coast because it's you know it's not really where we vacation or where we even go that often but mm-hmm. but hey it's maybe a little bit more affordable kind sure. of thing or something and and then it was just you know through i mean it was like a daily revelation Asking God and, uh, and and we were just uh it was just a really sweet time in our life but yeah just the kindness of god to go no that's where i, I want you to go where you love yeah like yeah and, we're, and and i can remember like tearing up like yeah what no really like we're gonna go there <laughs> right well, it was really sweet i'm gonna interject and you can add but we because when we when we heard the basically the call or the invitation to come and to move um all of our family was on board and and we, we were super excited didn't know what that meant didn't know where that was going to be so Brian really, and I really started pressing in and praying and thinking and asking God what what that looked like well we still had you know even when you're dreaming you still have everyday life you yeah. still have a job you still have your chores you still have all your daily things that you have to take care of so plus it was COVID plus it was COVID sure. but we had a lot of things going on we were very like busy I guess with your normal stuff but then we were also asking God so we'd kind of go our separate ways and at the end of the day we'd be like it would be like well, what did God say or what did you yeah. hear what did you so he'd come home telling me something and well actually I think like I know we were talking about moving in the fall, but I keep sensing we need to move in the summer. And then I, I literally pick up my journal and turn it around and in block letters from the same morning, 
it says summer in all caps locked in and he's just like what and it happened every day it was so fun it was such a fun like season because the girls were involved too and so every day I'd be like okay what happened and we'd share stories and we would just be in sync and on the same page but again it was just tuning our ear so I see the patience component because we had been tuning our ear to hear the voice of God for a, you know, a decade, you know, where we really were learning his voice so that mm-hmm. when there was an invitation and a time that something like this would come up, we would hear him and we would know it was yeah. him. So yeah. I think that's... And, then, and I think once you hear that, there, there might be patience involved yeah. too. But, sure. but once you hear that promise and you hear like the direction, then it's like, I, I can't not do it. Yeah. yeah. I can't stay mm-hmm. the yeah. same. Like there's a, there's a, a different calling coming or whatever it is uh, and like I can't I can't disobey that now and stay or like it, I, you could feel that in my life so it it wasn't going to be urgent. yeah mm-hmm. yeah I mean everyone else is leaving Southern California and you guys can't yeah buddy that's know? true yeah okay so where do you see yourselves um, or where do you see us 10 years from now all four of us yeah oh Oh, we're gonna be grandparents. <gasps> we are gonna be grandparents in ten oh, years. Are we really? In ten, oh, years? ten years? Yeah. Yeah, probably. Probably. Oh my gosh, that's, that's so, so exciting! <laughs> wow. I'll be I'll, I'll be I'll be like a Craig Rochelle grandpa. I'll just like ripped. <laughs> we're gonna, 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 gonna start. Such young grandparents. Amazing. <laughs> it uh, is gonna be. Yeah, I think the next ten years is gonna be a great season, even just yeah. in our personal lives. So I feel like, yeah. man, our kids are gonna be out, and we're just gonna be hanging. We're going to party. Vacationing. Yeah. 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 Let's, let's go, man. Uh, Lots of fly fishing. <laughs> yeah. Let's do that. That's fun. Yeah. Um, it, it, here's something that I want to... We'll kind of start wrapping up with this. Um, people listen to Heather and I all the time on this podcast. and But you guys know things about us that nobody else knows. <laughs> oh, so, so... like, like and It doesn't have to be like... It doesn't have to be like jail doesn't have to be like deep dark secrets yeah Yeah. sure okay so brian bailed me out of jail okay so that's why (laughs) Uh, but but like what what are things that maybe you know about us that the normal human hope listener wouldn't even know you know i mean mean, it could be a hundred things oh my gosh you know it is a hundred things yeah um i'll say if you don't know Heather. Oh. Um, well, I've known Heather since, so what, what, yeah. fifth grade? Yeah, elementary school. Yeah. Um, but I will say that Heather can take whatever is in your kitchen refrigerator. <laughs> yes. It true. could be three items. It could be like mayonnaise, pickles, and, and a three-day-old chicken. And uh, somehow something comes out that's like absolutely <laughs> delicious. <laughs> um, yeah. So... If you don't know. That is, that is very true. That is true. Uh, I don't know if people love that. And it's almost like, it's so great because she'll be like, oh, do you have, like, do you have mayo? I'm like, oh, I don't because we, you know, we packed it. I would normally have mayo in my fridge. Okay. Hmm. But it's like challenge. I see her wheels spinning and it's like <laughs> challenge accepted. And yeah. so she'll just whip something up that you're like, oh. And then I always say, Oh, do you have a recipe? Or, okay. <laughs> yeah, sorry. No. Actually, I'll be at her house like, oh, remember what you made two days ago? Nope. What? <laughs> like, remember? I'll even describe it and I know some of the ingredients. Sorry, yeah, no, there's no recipe. I just That's make awesome. it. It's by feel. It's by, like... Yeah. Yeah. That is good. That's I will good. also say that they are... Um, you see, I think you guys would see where Carlos is now and where Heather is now, kind of oh, in their life. And I And I think you wouldn't uh there is like there is no content calendar (laughs) there there is no strategy to how to make this instagram following bigger Uh, there is no (laughs) corporate board meeting for you know who is this brand called the whitakers um they are just the sweetest like they're very genuine people who just love life and mm-hmm. and all this stuff has come because of what they've sown into life I think yeah that's oh, good yeah. I mean yeah it is a uh, I wasn't asking for compliments I know but, like, they I mean, are the people, if you want to keep going I will they are the people that you wish would be your friends and so it's funny because I'm gonna get like sappy but when I think about what I would want in a friend and I, I like, can't believe I have it like yeah. I can't believe I get 
to have you guys as my friends and because it's more it is it's just so much more it's like even when I look across the table it's like it's it's just we're lifers mm-hmm. we're lifers it's it's been well, and, and I it's think always what has been a gift in that is knowing each other literally from yeah like my first memory of you is you crying we were at some youth group you'd come in late and you were crying to the leader about whatever you felt guilty because you were naughty probably doing and like that was my first impression of you like we didn't like yeah we weren't friends and I just remember seeing you that night and like so to think of who we were I was so snotty and bratty and controlling because I had no idea how to not be that you know like from from all those seasons you know like we've all brian's the only one who's been solid for all of us <laughs> brian's been our anchor all, all three of us i keep waiting for brian to uh, for me to be able to help him with one thing <laughs> <laughs> you taught him to fly fish. Baby. I did. You yeah. taught him oh, to man. play. You taught him oh, to man. come Brad, back to play. Uh, yeah. play. Oh, actually, you know what you taught him to do is rest. Oh, oh man! Because and, you invited him in into that. Yeah. And I'm just like type A, and I, I was way more high strung. I think like the ability for you guys to let things roll off your back, yeah, uh-huh. that's um, awesome. and like roll through life. Uh, that I've learned a lot from that. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, but also just spontaneity, yeah. yeah. Leaning into that, like, uh, yeah, rest with whatever, whatever. But yeah, I just love it, man. It's an well, adventure. We love you guys, and this was perfect. I love you. Thank you for uh, sharing welcome the, to our our deeper side of yeah. For, welcome to the well, to the OGs. You guys got the OGs. The inside scoops. I told y'all they are some of the greatest humans on the planet. Unfortunately, Brian's barely on Instagram. Jacinda is barely on it. No, Jacinda Instagram is more than Brian did. Uh, you guys, I will leave their details in the show notes. If you want to reach out to them, let them know how much you appreciate it. Uh, and yeah, you know, you guys get to know a little bit more about me and Heather as well through the eyes of some of our best friends. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of Human Hope. And <laughs> y'all ain't even ready what's coming for you the next few weeks. I will see you next week on another episode of Human Oh, 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 oh,